0: Mortgages. escape high rates, and embrace your financial freedom today. Big problem for Air New Zealand engines. I'll run you through that before we get to actually dealing with that more substantively later in the show. Right now, on the huddle with us, we have Josie Pagani, current affairs commentator, and Trish Herson. Chirson. Willis, P. Hello, you two, hello, in studio because it's a big day with the pre foo, the opening of the books. Josie, what's your take? Better well, than expected, or yeah. worse than it should be?
1: Well, Labor will be thinking and hoping that it comes across as better than expected. So definitely there are some good news there. No recessions. um, pencilled in for, for um, 2027. Uh, they were right to do the $4 billion spending. But that's where the good news stops. Mm. I mean, this is really grim, Heather. I, the thing is... All that – any growth that we're seeing is based on immigration and smashing stuff like Hawke's Bay and rebuilding it. You know, that is not a growth plan. If that's if that's what it takes for us to get even a little bit of growth – and look, this goes back decades. The low productivity in New Zealand, the fact that our economy is on its knees basically. I mean, we work longer hours than just about anybody in the OECD for less – we sell stuff to the world and we don't make enough money with it. We're either side of politics, national or labour. Where is the big idea to fix productivity? And anyone talking about circular economy and donut economics can hang their <laughs> donuts in shame, hang mm. their heads in shame because productivity matters. And there's nothing here that shows real productivity when it's based on house prices, immigration and, um, you know, cyclones and
0: things being yeah. smashed so we can rebuild them. thing is, Trish, I mean, you know, to cut the, the government some slack, at the moment there is a massive economic downturn going on in China or at least the upturn hasn't happened. So we are suffering from that and we have to take on more debt and we are having a downturn ourselves. But taking on more debt would be okay for us right now if it wasn't that we were taking on more debt during the good times as well. This is just getting nuts. <laughs>
2: I agree. And and don't forget that the government's books aren't the whole of the, the country's books. So this is the government's books that we are dealing in. And what they tell us is that after six and a half years, what we have to show for Labour being in power... Is ten years of austerity that we need to look forward to to really get things back on track? Mm -hmm. Uh, To Josie's point, what is really uh, a demonstration of a lack of delivery is the two big planks that Labor said they were going to fix, which was, um, you know, runaway house prices uh, and out of control um, migration. Just that was the engine room of the economy. Well, those are the only two drivers in here that we've got to uh, look forward to, and to your earlier point to Grant Robertson. around spending on the wrong things. I think what we've seen in today's numbers is that uh, the only um, sort of ROI that we've had on a lot of government spending Return on investment. Return on investment has actually been political return on investment. We haven't got a return socially, we haven't got a return economically and a lot of the provincial growth stuff
0: uh, fund spending is a great example of that. Yeah, I think that's fair. What does Luxon have to do now? Well, I mean, I mean, Trish basically hit the nail on the head before, eh? Mm, Austerity.
1: Yeah. Well, that's so. That's the thing. I mean, it's it's a it's a kind of evidence of the of how low our expectations have become that we look at this and go, oh, that's good. Inflation will go down to three point something, you know, in, at some point next year. It's at that level in in the US now. I mean, it's you know, there are other countries who've gone through COVID, who've gone through this, who, whose stats are looking better. I mean, I think. if Whoever the new government is, let's say it's national and Luxon led, then I think you've got to come in with – the vision for growth and yes. stop the well-being you know bollocks basically yeah. um because well-being is actually growing if you it, you know 1% extra of productivity in New Zealand is about $730 in your back pocket for every single person so that's money you can spend per person yeah. you multiply that over years and you've got health you've got choices you've got education you can spend money on building roads building tr- getting new trains um you can do so much so until there's a plan to actually change those those um, uh, stats on productivity, we're going nowhere. Doesn't matter how many donuts or circles you've got.
2: Well, and point one of that plan is actually partner with New Zealand business and get in behind New Zealand business and champion it. Because again, government can't make economic growth; it can't improve productivity. It can put the right framework in place to make that easier, Mm. but uh, you know, again, we've had six and a half years where business, on the whole, in New Zealand, has been treated like um, you know the baddies, uh, and yet they are the ones that have to really now get in and do the do the heavy lifting. Mm. So any government that comes and really has to get business around the table and say, okay, guys, how are we going to team up? How are we going to make this happen? Yeah,
0: fair enough. Okay, we'll take a break with a pair of you. Come back in just a tick. Right, we've got to deal with last night's poll. Trish, is it game over for Labour? It's the phone off the hook?
2: Okay, so up until about seven days ago, it pretty much every commentator was still saying, it's going to be close, it's going to be close, it's going to be close. <laughs> uh, wrong. This week. Pretty much everybody is calling it. Yeah. I, I just I think it's going to be a much wider gap than we had anticipated. I think it started with Mecca Fightery's secret defection back in May and and actually what we've seen is a lag in the polls and,
0: and now it, yeah. it's really going to um I'm gonna have gonna to dig away. out my, my prediction where I said it was never gonna be close because it was never gonna be close, was it, Josie? The right track, wrong track was too bad. Yeah, it's got worse as you say, recently. It, it could have worked, Heather. When
1: when when Chris Hipkins first took over the leadership, he yep. came out as the change candidate, yeah. you know, policy bonfire, throw it on the bonfire. But you can't do a, a, a Malcolm Turnbull who, when he took over from Tony Abbott, he had yeah. a campaign which was literally called change and continuity. You can't do both, <laughs> right? And I think what um, – and Veep notoriously took the mickey out of that. But what Chris Hipkins has, has failed to do is actually back his instincts on that and yeah. go, so, yeah i need to be the change candidate so eating sausage rolls and pies uh, and wearing cheap sunglasses from the garage has not been enough it turns out to to counter the prime minister who could go on the front page of Vogue that we all wanted to move on from. Yeah. you know the image was right, but he just didn't deliver on the policy bonfire. Should have checked light rail. Should have checked Lake yeah. Onslow. Um, and a whole bunch it of stuff. Not just
0: with stuff you're getting rid of, but replace it with stuff that you're actually doing. Really envisioned. quick take from each of you because we have to we have to move very, very quickly. Um, do you believe Trish the forty the forty one for national? Because no other poll is saying that. Is that? Do you think that's credible? I,
2: we, by the time we get to election day, I wouldn't be surprised. I think, as as we said, the polls yes. are moving out wider, and national could be anywhere between thirty six and forty. But right now, right
0: now, I think it's on the high side. Okay, uh, Josie, do you think that 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 the poll that we saw last night, where actors coming back, explains their weird behaviour lately? I think some Act votes
1: are going to cross to national, yes. and I think that might continue if they keep doing the little tantrums because yeah. it looks unstable. And I think a lot of Labor votes are going to New Zealand first. Um, all the greens, yeah. where you know both both ends of Labor, your old Labor yeah. and, and actors panicking.
0: Yeah. eh? Acts panicking. Yeah. Do you think Trish that the dog people deserve a refund after sitting next to the support dog?
2: I absolutely do. I was on a flight from LA to New York. There were pretty much more dogs than humans <laughs> stuffed in Louis Vuitton handbags. Wow. And as a person who has an incredibly sensitive olfactory smell, yes, I'm yes, pretty yes. much like a wolf. To me, it was quite a a confronting trip. And I also thought, in eight hours, these dogs and handbags, how on earth... Where are they going to poop? Exactly right. Where are they pooping? That's what I want to know. But I
1: had a 15-hour flight where I sat next to this 14-year-old girl, looked at her and smiled when we were just taking off, and she said, I'm gender fluid and would you like to have a look at my photos and my pictures and my paintings? So I'd rather have sat next to the dog because I spent the last 15, the whole 15 hours talking to her about (gasps) her paintings and Josie, the sexual you identity. F- you <laughs>
0: fell into the trap of being the too friendly Kiwi. You are. I'd a rather sucker. have a dog that doesn't speak. <laughs> yeah, you should have, should it have adopted it. I yeah, don't mind. Okay. You should have been an Australian on that flight. Hey, guys, thank you. It's lovely to see a pair of you in, in the studio. Trish Sherson and Joe Spagani are huddle this evening. For more from Heather
1: Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.